0: DJ, it's happening again.
1: What did I do? What happened? Not oh. you. Okay, thank God. God. I was like, I, I didn't feel like I did anything no, no, wrong there.
0: You, well, that just that <laughs> puts an interesting dynamic in our relationship that you immediately feel like you're doing something wrong. No, it's happening again. <laughs> a sport I don't care about for 364 days a year has drawn me in. Just because right now, really. I love talking on the radio, I love hearing myself talk, but I would much rather be watching our boy, our American. Taylor Fritz at Wimbledon. Yeah, She is currently in the fifth set, tied four games apiece with what a lot of people consider the GOAT, Mr. Nadal. Right. Wow. That that in and of itself is yeah. controversial. It's gone 6-3, 5-7, 6-3, 5-7, so they've been consistent. And now it's 4-4. Four four
1: wow. Okay. In the yeah. final set. That's that's pretty impressive. See now what, no where where are they Kevin, at Kevin, can we
0: go to live coverage
1: of, <laughs> of, Wimbledon? of Wimbledon? For quote unquote our guy. That's a hard,
0: okay, the guy wearing the Southern pigskin hat shakes his head and thumbs down. Okay, shocker.
1: Quote unquote our guy Taylor It's the only Fritz. American left. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I I I actually don't want to make that point or take this closely to. July 4th, so never mind. Wow, whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Never mind. What were you about to say? Don't worry about it. Say what you were about to say.
1: Uh, I don't know. Like, when no, I'm, say when what I'm, you were about to say. When I'm watching sports, especially when oh, it's like, no. especially when, if you're representing our country, like, like the U.S. men's national team, like that, that's okay. That's the United States of America, right? If you're in like a solo tournament by yourself, oh, oh. is it really just representing the United Hell States? Yeah, like, brother. like, I don't know. I have a lot his of people. His name is Taylor Fritz. I, sure. It's great. And, you know, if he, if he wins it, that's awesome for him. I don't understand why we have to claim ownership in that. It's like okay. someone winning the Masters. Or, like, I love NASCAR. I love racing, right? The Brickyard 400. Like, everyone's always like, man, American-born, like, let's get someone to win that. And I'm just like, why do we need, to, like, it's cool if it's them because it's cool for them. Why does it have to be, like, why do we have to take ownership of that as a country? I, don't, I just don't get that so that's part. That's our boy. If you're wearing the red, white, and blue, that's a different story, man. I, like, if you're in the Olympics or something, like that, then you're, you're, you're in that sport to represent our country. If you go out and win Wimbledon, you're Wimbledon, You're winning Wimbledon for you. All right, let's be let's be real. Like,
0: but you're, I think, I, don't okay, know. I think you're missing a lot of larger points. Number one, PJ, these colors don't run. Uh, <laughs> that, I, I I know two, that
1: point very well, and I support it.
0: Number two, if he wins Wimbledon as an American, that again, it's just coming off the Fourth of July.
1: That is true. Like location wise, yeah. Okay. All right. I get that. It'd be better if it would probably be better if he was facing off against someone of like British descent,
0: right? Well, but Nadal's like the goat.
1: That's true too.
0: That's true too. I know a lot of people say fed, but oh, our boys up one game, 5-4. There we go. Look at look at that. Uh
1: you're our boy. And I'm allowed I guess. to give
0: live updates, Kevin. Calm down because it's an ESPN program. So
1: our quote unquote guy what I'm garnering from
0: this is PJ what? doesn't support his fellow Americans.
1: I certainly do, okay? I just, I think people take ownership of yeah, things. Yeah, Kevin that said I was pretty weak. You came the, pretty
0: weak on that support.
1: No, listen, man, people take ownership of things that they, they don't need to. Like PJ, this.
0: We, do, no, we do this with everything. If I'm <laughs> a... i am a. agree with PJ. I, just want, I like him getting
1: I when I say this is the World Cup. They're representing no, the Kevin. United States. No, Kevin. Kevin. They're playing for the USA. You that makes sense. Car-
0: you not caring about soccer and being diametrically opposed to it and therefore not supporting the U.S. men's national team is not the same thing. It's <laughs> not the same.
1: Oh, man.
0: You, Kevin wants the U.S. team to do bad so he doesn't have to talk about the World Cup. That's True. a different thing. But, Kevin, if yeah. uh, I don't know. He just doesn't like soccer. If it comes down to it and it's golf, right, and it's between an American you've never heard of and someone from Spain you've never heard of, you're pulling for the American, no? That's a yes. All right, thank you. So,
1: I just don't care about the sport, so I don't but care I mean, but about we the do sport. It, but we do it for but everything.
0: Like, uh, Three and out literally does it. Like They do it for golf, where it's like, those guys don't give a rip about golf. I'm just going to say it. They bring Rich Stiles on because, because he cares about golf, and therefore somebody will actually care about it when they talk about it. Uh. But they do the updates and who do they talk about? The guy who's in first, second, third. No. They go, let's give you a local update so we can give you like an update on how the guys from around here are doing. Sure. We do that with everything. This is just expanding it
1: out. That's much more localized, though. But like, it's just
0: expanding it out. This is a worldwide sport. We're supporting our dude. He's probably from California. But we're supporting our guy. Taylor Fritz up five four on Rafa.
1: Good for him. And and I like I I am I'm pulling for him as well, but much more because that would be a big upset, and I like upsets. But you know what else was upset? Dude, other? we do it in college football. You know what else was an upset? We do it in college football. The U.S.
0: Michigan makes it to the Orange Bowl. Guarantee you PJ was rooting for Michigan. In the war for big independence. 10. So. Big 10. Big 10. I was not. Big 10. Get out of here. Big 10. I, I, yeah, you guys are the only converts who does that. Dude, I was big hoping you guys 10. would beat
1: them 87 and nothing, and you fell short. But, hey, you still won, so I like that. Is this just a
0: Southern person thing?
1: I like, don't know if the American thing is, like... If you're, like, a, if you're a, The like, SEC thing definitely is. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, that we just, like, support people based off of, like, hey, he's an American, I'm American. I no, him.
1: no, 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 definitely not. Like, I, I've heard this from, from tons of people from all over. Like, well, a lot certain, of people from the North We're certainly the only ones the who way, chant our so. conference name. It's just, like... I know this is much more controversial than, like, probably than just... I'm glad you admitted this. ...supporting but. the SEC or whatever, because... It's it's the country, right? And everyone's like likes to be gung ho about their support for the country. And I, I understand that. In most situations, I just, just feel so like easy we're to stretching it too far.
0: USA, U-S-A. SEC. Stop it. SEC. am fine so, with that so first chant. That second so one is ridiculous. That second one is, A-C-C is ridiculous. C-C just doesn't hit as well.
1: That's the thing. But like, even in the U.S., like at least you're when when you have the USA chance. You're all fighting for the same thing, right? You're all trying to win a World Cup game or whatever. Like, right? When you're doing the SEC chants, you're literally chanting for people that you play against and want to beat.
0: Yeah, but we're all so good. It doesn't make just, any sense. We just have mutual respect.
1: No, it's not. It's, yeah, it is. If you want someone from the SEC to win the national championship or whatever. So even when your team is three and nine, you can say, "Hey." <laughs> uh- PJ, I, mean, I think
0: everything that's happening is a big reason why you want your fans chaining your conference's name, right? You're chaining SEC, even if you're a Kentucky fan, for Alabama to win the national championship. You know why?
1: Because you're never going to have a chance no, to win a national championship. No, it more TV
0: revenue coming into your school. Wow. Because when you win all those championships, all of a sudden someone's like, ESPN's like, huh, this conference is pretty good.
1: So y'all are just We want to broadcast all their games. Selfish money grubbers then that's what i I think that's pretty clear i think everyone is though but i mean so which which brings us to an interesting point (coughs) uh i
0: i was corrected by someone pj with a blue check mark i'm not going to name names but they texted me after the show yesterday and i'm okay being corrected
1: yeah if they they do have a a blue check mark too that's pretty well
0: i'm not saying like you have to have a blue check mark to give me advice like my mom doesn't have a blue check mark and I'll still listen to her. I'm not like but mom. You know what? Whoa, mom, are you verified? She might
1: not on Twitter, but I'm sure she does in real life because your you mom is like, hey, fantastic. Are you,
0: are you verified?
1: Then don't talk to me.
0: Uh, no, I got. I'm pretty te- sure
1: she's verified of being your mom. Yes.
0: No, she still <laughs> needs a blue check mark. Uh, that being said, I got a text mar- text message from someone with a blue check mark after the show yesterday, and they corrected me on something. And we're going to talk about that because it's going to lead us into an entire segment. And we don't have time to do that now. What we're going to do now instead is talk NFC South because we do have some news. From Wimbledon to NFC South. Yeah, basically the same thing. I like Uh, that. (laughs) We do have some news. The ever-evolving quarterback situation of the NFC South. Do you remember there was a brief moment where it was going to be Matt Ryan as a quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, Sam Darnold or P.J. Walker as the quarterback... For the Carolina Panthers. Great. Kyle Trask is the quarterback for the Bucks.
1: Great. Name. And
0: either Jameis Winston or who knows as the quarterback for the Saints.
1: Or the, or the most reluctant starting quarterback of all time, Taysom Hill.
0: Well, I, I just didn't know like, <laughs> right. the, what, what they considered Taysom. But uh, that being said, there was a moment in time where you're like, damn, the Falcons have the best quarterback in the NFC South. Yeah. And then the Fire Nation attacked. Like, yep. I, this is the best <laughs> way to put it. Uh, Tom Brady unretires. And now the Carolina Panthers have added a former number one overall pick to their quarterback room, which is now one of the more weird quarterback rooms ever. It might be the most boring quarterback room ever, if I'm being honest. Uh, They've traded a conditional fifth-round pick to the Cleveland Browns for Baker Mayfield.
1: Baker Mayfield. Yep. Yep. So old disgruntled Baker Mayfield. Have you
0: not seen the fallout of Deshaun Watson? Literally didn't come to the Falcons, and it's still... Forced the Falcons to trade their starting quarterback. No, oh, like yeah. He's
1: that radioactive. Un- understandable. Understandable. And I, I didn't say, like, disgruntled in a way that, like, he's not deservedly so. Like, I, I'd, yeah. I'd be pretty annoyed, too.
0: Like, if somebody, uh, like, if they hired somebody to be the new host of Green Wine Checkered and uh, to be, like, our traffic coordinator and do all the other jobs that you did, but then he couldn't work here for, like, 16 to 32 weeks because of sexual assault allegations. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'd be pretty, but like yeah. we
0: still, we still like made him the highest-paid employee in the history <laughs> of this company, right? Uh, and we're still going to continue to pay him throughout all of that. And just to ask you, like, yo, can you just hold it down until he gets, you know, the stuff figured out?
1: I would say yes, and then I would walk out, and I wouldn't come back. That'd so, like, be, I yeah. would say yes, and then I would leave.
0: Go make some State Farm commercials.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, for sure. Even, even more. Now he's got. Does he have to? Well, no. I guess he. Never mind. That, that God, that would point. be the
0: best too, is if they took the state farm commercials out of Cleveland and put them
1: in Carolina. That would be yes. I, I hope that happens. Like just see like even if they don't want to re uh, tape all of them, just like try like really terribly CGI the Carolina Panthers. Just because stadium of what the there, Browns have done,
0: great. I hope they get their Chris Redmond years now. Oh, for sure. Their Joey Harrington years.
1: Yeah. Because I mean they, it they, they're they're Brownsing. Decent situations like I, I mean they, they've been so terrible for so long didn't have a quarterback for so long and now for the past couple years they've been actually pretty respectable yeah of course last year was kind of toxic with the whole OB OBJ uh, Baker Mayfield fallout speaking
0: of OBJ did you see the painting he had commissioned of himself
1: <clears throat> I was said was that the one that was like uh, like the 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 Rams, him is reaching down to yeah. and
0: picking. It's like it's what is the what is the painting where it's like it's God reaching out to touch Adam's hand. Yes, it was basically that, but it's OBJ in his Rams uniform reaching down to pick up OBJ in his Browns uniform,
1: which like <laughs> is is crazy to me because they, if that was happening in any uniform, it should be the Giants because like he had he's like he, the team was always terrible with the Giants. He was always injured. He had that one highlight catch. Yeah. Other than that, like, well, he had a pretty good pass to to Saquon okay. Barkley for a touchdown as well. But, I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. All things considered.
0: That being said, the acquisition for Carolina, I think they're a borderline playoff team. You still have Christian McCaffrey. You have a good line up front. They've they've invested in that offensive line. Uh, Robbie Anderson a wide receiver, a couple other good receivers uh, as well. But. Their secondary and their front seven is pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, you, you don't have a Luke Keekley anymore, and so middle of the defense hasn't been as good as it was in the past, but, I mean, you had Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis. It's hard to get better than that. Uh, but their defense is good. Like, go look at Carolina's roster. That's yeah. secondary, and they've, they've had to let some of those guys go, but their corners and safeties were just stacked, mm-hmm. right? But they've let some of those guys go, but still a very, very good defense. I think Carolina now, I don't dislike Baker Mayfield. I think he's a good NFL quarterback. And he's certainly better, going back to my point about that quarterback room, to than Sam Darnold or Matt Corral. Agreed. And at least this gives yeah. you a chance to, hey, we'll play with Baker <clears> for a couple of years, and then uh, if Matt Corral works out, great. If not, fine. Like yeah. we still have Baker Mayfield. Because Matt is one of those very like high ceiling but also low floor kind of guys. Like he could be yeah. just atrocious.
1: Right. But he could also be really good. Yeah. No, I so, agreed.
0: I think it's a good move for Carolina. And they got the Browns to pay for half of it.
1: And after all this, like I, I feel like last year, like, if, if Baker can somehow just find his way back to a few, like, the few years of, of solid quarterback play he had before last year, like, yes, he had a bad year last year, and then everything blew up because you have, to- like, honestly toxic people that just make things worse mm-hmm. in your locker room. Like, when they're bad, it's crazy. Like, OBJ, when things are good, makes things incredible. When they're bad, totally the other direction. But, um, anyway... If he can just find his way back to that, and again, now you're working with a defense that just don't make things worse for them, right? Like, just don't turn it over on your own 30-yard line. Don't put them in bad situations. And they should do some pretty good things for you. And uh, a pretty respectable cast around him. Of course, you have Christian McCaffrey there running back. Um, You know, is Robbie Anderson the the most dynamic wide receiver in in the NFL? No, No, but... no.
0: No, yeah, yeah, no, not me, at yeah, all, I but like, too quickly. No. I
1: think it's respectable at least. Yeah, and
0: they got some young guys in that wide receiving core as well. Like I said, good <laughs> offensive line, good defensive line, good safeties, good corners. That's a borderline playoff team. Might be the second best team in the NFC South uh, right now. but We'll, we'll see. Uh, interesting move there in the NFL is Baker Mayfield headed to Carolina. Uh, update, PJ, for our boy Taylor Fritz going up against Nadal. Yeah, for sure. We're in the fifth set, 6-6. Six, six. We have a tie break. Wow. Just... So basically, we got we got OT right now in Tennessee or in Tennessee
1: in Tenniss. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, no. So, what uh, what round are they in? By the way,
0: uh, quarterfinals. So this is a, for a spot in the semis.
1: This is for a spot in the semis. That's correct. Okay. All right. Uh, okay.
0: Are you are you buying into it a little bit now? Uh, go go ahead,
1: Taylor. our boy Taylor? No, I was hoping it was the, like maybe the semis at least or something, but like the quarterfinals, dude. The quarterfinals. But it's Nadal. The quarterfinals. It's the two seed. He's just having a bad tournament. He's about to lose in the quarterfinals.
0: Oh, my. Or, or Taylor <laughs> is just out there representing. We got to take a break. We're going to come back and tell you why I was wrong next. It's not looking good for our boy Taylor. Down 5-1 in the tie break. But, you know, you got to have that, that tent scene before the comeback. Sure, yes, of course. All about overcoming adversity. Also, you know, overcoming, like, self-obstacles where he's just hitting balls back into the net. But, you know, we're, we're right or die. At least I am. I
1: don't know about PJ. I mean, if he wins, that's cool. But, like, you're, you're like... I mean, you're, like, enthralled in this. Like, this oh, isn't just – I just want you guys to know, like, well, when, when you get us on the show, it's 100% like us. Like, what Christian talks about, man, pulling for our guy, Taylor Fritz, whatever, he is in the break, just face in his phone, yelling at Taylor Fritz through oh, the baby. phone. There, See? Just like that the whole time. Although there were some choice words when – he was just hitting it in the net over and over again. Oh, my again. God.
0: He had a little comebacker, PJ. He had Nadal dead to rights. Just had a to poke it over the net. Yeah. And just stuck it in the net.
1: He choked. He, just, he choked. It seems like Taylor Fritz. Don't, is you, it, don't is on, you say it. Is on the Fritz. No, you say it. I said it. He is the Fritz. Sure. He is the Fritz. You know what he also is? You know what he is also? Excuse me? <laughs> Big ace right there, PJ. He's getting that big ace. That's what he is. He's also American. I told you, come back. It's what's what is it now? Five what is three. It now? Five. It wow. was Five zero. Wild. So, so anyway. just so I fully understand, it. those those five threes. That's the amount of games they've won. No, no, in no, no. no. That, this is a tiebreak. So in that just, tiebreaker, it's,
0: it's down to like they played all the games they can play. Now it's just like you get a point per. I'm trying to kill basically. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's not like the, what is it? Like this the 15, is like, this 30, this 45. Is like college.
0: This is like college football's new overtime rules, where it's just like, no, oh, we're putting you on the two, go.
1: I'll say they probably changed those overtime rules because of that that one game that I was talking what about. What was that game? Forever what ago. What was that
0: game that happened this past year where you oh, were like, wow, these new one. overtime rules are terrible?
1: Let's, come on, man. Why would you what was that? It? What was that game? Uh, Alabama, Auburn. I feel
0: like it was Illinois and somebody. Yeah,
1: Alabama, Auburn. Like we really no, saw. No, that was really good. It Like looked good. Like, well, that well, was, I don't know. It was like was an epic game. game that came down to ridiculous two point, two point conversions. So I think that's the one that you're thinking of, probably.
0: No, but like, see, that one was actually good.
1: I didn't find. There was find, a game.
0: It was. It was a. I think it was a Big Ten game. I don't and know. I think it was Illinois playing someone at their stadium.
1: That doesn't sound like a game that happened this year. That's weird. Uh, it seems like the universe and like.
0: I just just had a fever dream. Just like
1: all of college football agreed to forget about that game because it was so just ridiculous and bad and terrible. I just
0: had like a fever dream and like Penn State playing Illinois didn't happen.
1: I think that you should go back to the doctor because they obviously didn't wipe your brain well enough because they certainly did me. I I don't remember anything. Anyways, do you want to hear why I was wrong? I Went to sleep one day and woke up, and Penn State had another loss on their schedule. Okay. That's all I remember. Do you, do
0: you want to hear why I was wrong?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
0: Because I mean, I I'm
1: not usually one to readily admit it. I will say that, like, it like admitting when people are are wrong, or, or like you're wrong, or like proven wrong, or whatever. That that should be way more normalized. Like, also, I, well, I, no, the
0: radio thing to do would be like, if so I'm completely weird. reversing my position one day to the other, you just want you just don't. Don't acknowledge it.
1: Yeah, it's. Kevin does so it all the time. It's amazing. Silly. I don't know. Even in just like normal life, like it's just like okay, you were wrong. It's okay. We can move on from this. No, I wasn't. Well, I was saying you just didn't get oh, yeah. what I was saying. Oh, like, yeah, so you what, need what to get you off your chest. About? Uh
0: No, but it's just in radio. If one day I come in and I say Georgia's defense might be the best I've ever seen, and then I come back in the next day, I'm like, listen, we can't just get hyperbolic on this. There's a lot of defenses <laughs> out there that were better than Georgia's last year. You just blow past the fact that you just contradicted yourself, right? I'm not going to do That's that. I'm going to acknowledge do, where yes. I was apparently wrong. So the the web that we were spinning yesterday was Notre Dame is the next domino to fall, right? Hopefully they, they have to join a conference because fiscally it just doesn't make any sense for them not to, right? They're not getting enough money from NBC for their TV deal uh, combined with the ACC that they're getting some money from for the rest of their sports and the basically home ACC games that they're playing against, like, what, four teams a year, roughly? So I said, yeah, eventually, financially, it's not going to make any sense for them not to be in a conference, and I think that's going to force them to enter into a conference, whether it's the Big Ten, even though there's reports that Notre Dame told the Big Ten no this morning, Uh, the Big Ten, the ACC, like, maybe they want to help save the ACC, something along those lines, right? I got a text message after the show yesterday where somebody said, you guys don't understand Notre Dame money. And to that I responded, enlighten me. Yeah, sure. They said Notre Dame is rich, rich was the exact quote I got. They don't care. So for people who are out there like, hey, for their athletics to operate, uh, continue to compete against other schools, uh, they're going to have to get some of these TV deals, therefore have to enter a conference. Apparently, that's not the math for Notre Dame. They get so many private donations, and you're never going to know what they are because they're a private school. They are the Alabamas of booster clubs. Right? Undefeated. No one raises more money than them.
1: That makes sense. Yeah.
0: And so what do you spend all of that TV revenue on? It's for Kirby Smart's new weight rooms, right? It's for Alabama's new outdoor practice facilities, right? It's for... All the peripheral stuff, right? Florida all of a sudden has become like Jurassic when it comes to their football facilities, right? Used to be some of the best in the country. Now, apparently, they're prehistoric. And so Billy Napier comes in. He's like, we got to fix this, fix this, fix this, fix this. Right? You use that money from the TV deals. Notre Dame, they have never wanted. Bad news, real quick.
1: Yeah, no, I I saw. I will say. Taylor's done. Yeah, And my interest
0: in Wimbledon's over.
1: I I saw the... uh... I saw the uh, victorious uh, fist held high there of, yeah, of the Nadal. He's so nice.
0: It's, it's hard to hate him.
1: Can I say that, like, the last three minutes have been – I didn't want to interrupt you yeah. because you were – but, like, it is insanely impressive. Like, so Christian's sitting there. If, if you know me, you know that I can't really uh, do more than, than one thing at all uh, – uh, you know, more than one thing without breaking my focus, especially if it's talking. And, like, you're just sitting there watching this tennis game, like, again, in th- match whatever – enthralled in it, and just eyes glued to that phone while you're going on about the spiel of Notre Dame and their money and remembering yeah. exactly what this person said in their conversation between you and, and not one time breaking focus on what's going on with our guy friends. It's
0: called show prep, baby. Uh, but <laughs> I guess the, the reason I bring all this up is to one admit I was wrong, but number two is I guess it kind of changes the scope. Could Notre Dame join a conference if they <coughs> wanted to? Yes, but... I keep saying this, right? The law of diminishing return. If Notre Dame joins the Big Ten, they're just another team in the Big Ten. Yeah. That gold helmet's a little less shiny, right? That South Bend is a little bit less mysterious, right? It's got that mystique to it. If you join the Big Ten, you're another team. And like I said yesterday, more likely than not, you're an 8-4, and 9-3 and three team annually. That's just the reality. You're going to be playing in a really, and that's a good year. Like, you're going to be playing in a really, really good conference, hitting the road to take on really, really good teams and really, really, really tough environments. More likely than not, two, three, four losses a year for Notre Dame. Whereas, you stay out there as the independent, you have your contract with NBC, you have your mystique around you, people schedule you, and the fans freak out to flock to your stadium, right? Like, it's so different than every other school, but also they're the only school. I shouldn't say the only, but they're the biggest example of a school that has the sect of fans that are there strictly because of religion.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. That is insanely unique. You're like, I was
0: born in Phoenix, but I'm Catholic. My dad's Catholic. My mom's Catholic. We watch Notre Dame football. It's what we do. Yeah. Right? It's true. And I I guess that papal money hits a little bit different.
1: (laughs) That's a good way to put it, yeah.
0: But I mean, but when it's you think about, but when you think about blue blood, like Notre Dame is a blue blood. Yeah, like, agreed. Yeah, Dib checks have been cashing for a long time.
1: Absolutely. And so, again,
0: what my source slash friend sent me messages, you, you're not understanding Notre Dame money.
1: And like uh, that certainly makes sense, right? Like ev- everywhere you go, you know, you you have someone that graduated from Notre Dame, and they're gonna tell you about it, or. Wanted to graduate from Notre Dame. Instead, they they got a degree from Indiana State because it was close. You know, like, so I I get that. That makes a a ton of sense, especially with those private donations as well. As you mentioned, you never really are going to know how much is there because it's it's just they're opening up those envelopes every morning. Okay, did you see when Marcus
0: Washington got announced as the head coach? Did like, you see yeah. the videos from Notre Dame, yeah. Like yeah. their football facility, it looks like a cathedral. Yeah. It's, it's true. Just like, through the video, it smelled like money.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. No, it's it's insanely true. Um, and, and that's that's a very good point. But I I think my only pushback in in any of this, and I'm I'm not saying that that's wrong because that's a very good point. I think my only pushback is like. Do you think if the Notre if Notre Dame does join a conference, that, that mystique of Notre Dame truly fades away? I think it's diminished. Like, I, I think the, like the fans and the private donation, like all those things are still gonna roll no, in. No,
0: I'm just talking about from like a branding perspective. Because from a branding perspective, look, we've seen it year after year, right? Notre Dame goes undefeated. They're in. Even though they don't have a great strength of schedule they're making it in. It's just, it's the mystique around Notre Dame as a program where it's just like you college football exists. And then there's Notre Dame. Yeah. Right. They're kind of just out there by themselves and they've been mid, like they've been super. Okay. Not too long ago. They went four and eight with those terrible Clover uniforms, right? They've been okay.
1: Hey, what those Clover uniforms were bad. Yeah. I don't, it's hard to keep, up with with which ones or which?
0: No, if they just do like the green alternates, those are yes, fine. Yes, those are great. Yeah, those are fine. Like the Joe okay. Montana. Yeah. yeah, those are fine. I'm talking as about like, we agree or, like those. They were their uh, Georgia Power Ranger uniforms, like that equivalent <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, okay. They were yeah. bad. But, oh
1: yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're yeah. talking about now.
0: Yeah. So sure. they're not always great, but that just mystique <laughs> remains around them, and people are willing to break them off for home and homes and stuff. So it's like think about how much money Georgia made having Notre Dame come to Sanford Stadium.
1: For that's sure. the biggest I mean, game in Sanford history. Though. You can still have they that. They brought
0: in extra. PJ, Alabama comes to Georgia, Clemson yeah. comes to Georgia, yep. LSU comes to Georgia. All of these schools come to Georgia. They brought in extra bleachers for Notre Dame.
1: Uh, just do you think that change? I don't think that changes if they're in a conference. I do. That's that's wild to me. Not like I. To me, the mystique of of Notre Dame does them not being in a conference add to it? Sure. Then being that, that independent that's always been that independent, and there's been plenty who have kind of flocked in and yeah. flocked out of that kind of independence mode um, and situation, That that is a, a respectable and really cool part of, of Notre Dame, absolutely. But I feel like the history, the tradition, the championships, the the uniforms, the helmets, the... When was
0: the last time they won a championship?
1: Well, exactly, but like, like you said, that they're one of those blue bloods, and I don't think... They're strictly one of the Blue Bloods because they're independent. Nebraska won.
0: Nebraska, Kevin, three or two Hot. in the 90s? <clears throat> two in the 90s. And I know they stole one from Penn State, whatever. Uh, Nebraska won two national championships in the 90s. Prior to that, they were still a really great college football program. And they've been super bad to okay for the past 15, 20 years, right? And I think a lot of people pre- 2005, 2006, we consider Nebraska one of those blue bloods, right? It was such a big deal when they joined the Big Ten, right? Years of irrelevance have pushed them back to where they're a joke. Yeah. Notre Dame can go through years of irrelevance. That's still damn Notre Dame.
1: But, again, it's not just it's not just the championships. Like, there's so many different sides to Notre Dame that Nebraska doesn't have. That private school, that religion yeah. being tied to it, yes. Um, just like the, the, again, I don't know what it is and and why it is, but it's like, if you have someone who is a Notre Dame fan and they're someone in their family went to Notre Dame, they're going to tell you about it all day. Let me give you an example. The same thing's not going to happen with Nebraska.
0: I think, I think, I don't know if Kevin will agree with me on this or not. Uh, interleague play used to be very rare, right? You get what? 15, 20 games a year that were interleague play and major league baseball, the rest were against You played NL opponents if you're in the NL, and so when the Braves played the Yankees, or the Braves got to go play in Fenway, that used to be like must-watch TV because you don't get to see the Braves play in Fenway, right? Now interleague is a much bigger portion of your schedule, and so the Braves play in Boston. Braves play in Boston. Like it's just it is what it is. Braves play in. New York or New York comes to Atlanta. It just it it is what it is. That that's it. Kind of takes the mystique away from it. Whereas Notre Dame and college football, you're lucky if you can get on their on their dance card. And then at if you take away the way that they're able to schedule, where they can just go, service academies, USC, and then we'll figure it out from there. <laughs> uh, it, they're they're like a they're like a like an Elvis or Celine Dion, where they get to go to Las Vegas. And create their own book, like they they get to make it. And then it's if they go on tour, you're like, "Oh, God, I hope they come
1: to my city." It's so weird though, because like even when, even since they've been in independent and whatever, and now they got that. have always been independent. They got that weird thing with the ACC and whatever, which has restricted. But like, if you look at a conference that they would join, which apparently they've said no to, which again doesn't make any sense. Reports to me. are they've, they've built even when. Since they've been independent, they can schedule anyone they want to. Everyone that they have scheduled, time after time after time, and they've built rivalries with and huge games with that everyone pays attention to. It's everyone in the Big Ten, like Michigan.
0: Oh, I mean now Ohio it is. State. Now it is
1: USC. USC. <laughs> well, not, maybe not Ohio State, but like, and if if you want even like weird ones like Northwestern, like it's it's odd, but like yeah, it's a game that they've played several times before. I think mean, that's just. So, like, I I don't know. It's just you can you can join the Big Ten, have all those rivalries, have those big games, and then also still have those three games where you go, all right, we still want to play yeah, Army they, and Navy. They don't we want, can that. Do that. They
0: want They want the flexibility. It's wild. And if you join the Big Ten, NBC doesn't get those home games anymore. And obviously the money would be bigger if you joined a conference. But from what we're hearing is people in and around Notre Dame, the boosters that actually care about it, saying, like, listen, we'll cover whatever yeah. those costs Money's are. not going to be an yeah, issue. Yeah, like, whatever yeah. whatever, whatever you need, like, it's always been met. Makes sense. So it's, Makes sense. I think that's just a factor to keep in mind. Notre Dame's not desperate to join a conference, and they're never going to be outside looking in. If you do an expanded playoff, there's going to be guaranteed for conference champs, and then different uh, conferences are going to have a guaranteed amount of spots, and then there's going to be the Notre Dame spot, uh, and then the rest of you guys can figure it out from there. So it's just it's the way it's always worked in and around Notre Dame. And I think joining a conference potentially diminishes some of that. And it quickly, because we got to go to break, it makes it so much harder for them to get to the playoffs. So much harder. Because they're actually going to have to play a full conference slate against really good teams and head to some of these environments. Makes it a lot harder for them to make the playoffs. we got to take a break. We'll come back with more right here on second down. Second down on ESPN and radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source Christian Gokel alongside PJ Zuko. Glad to have y'all hanging out with us here on this is it Wednesday, PJ. Already, Kevin's too. Kevin's too near me. I start forgetting what day it is. Understandable. It's like it spreads.
1: He even like has the door shut, and still kind of got through there.
0: I do love the new dynamic we have because he's sitting in the production studio, so I can just like point back at him and ask him questions. Yeah, and just get thumbs up or thumbs down from him.
1: Right, for sure. Like uh, Kevin, USA uh, men's national team for soccer. You, you good? You like those guys?
0: Just completely stone- Yeah, completely yeah. stonewalling <laughs> you on that. Uh, I asked you this yesterday, PJ, because we were talking about the All-Star game, (laughs) and Ronald Acuna has played less than half of the game so far for the Atlanta Braves, obviously coming back from injury at the beginning of the year, and then he's had a couple of moments where the Braves have just gone like, "Uh uh-uh. He kind of like sneezed wrong, and they're like, all right, well, he's not playing tomorrow. (laughs) You know, get him out of here. Just like being very bubble wrap. Someone get him an IV. With Ronald Acuna Jr. (laughs) But uh, as we look at the... Updated starters for the National League in the All Star game. Again, I guess you have to care about the All Star game. But as you look at the starters, Ronald Cunha Jr., the starting center fielder for the NL. Okay. And again, this goes back to it being a fan vote. Of course. And the Braves have been just hot and heavy with their hey, go vote. You can vote now. Do it again. And, again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it because that's just the way the rules work, but you're, you're in the ballots. Yep. Danesby Swanson, as of right now, the starting shortstop uh, for the NL, which he might be the best shortstop in baseball right now. So I don't see anything wrong with that. My question to you is, a guy who's played half or less than half of the games thus far, the Braves have played 82 games, should he be a starter in the All-Star game?
1: No, yeah, no. Um and like you said it's it's not a problem you know with the fans or with you know him or anything like that it is a problem with the rules and a, a problem with how this thing is done um so the, the fans are do, doing and the Braves are doing exactly what they need to do and exactly what they should do uh that being said no i think there should be some sort of some sort of rule uh, or or kind of limitation based on this like sure well when he's been in and been able to play for the Braves. He's, he's been great and he's been a very good, still uh, a starter for the all-star team. Uh, now does that, of course, how much, how much does it really mean at the yeah. end of the day? Probably not. an uh, Probably not a lot, but it, it doesn't mean a lot because of situations like this where everyone knows like, all right, he's certainly not been the, the best. Well, I mean, all you
0: need to know is he has, he has center fielder, seven home in runs Major and 19 League RBIs. Baseball, but, yeah. Pretty sure Austin Riley like did that in a month. Yeah, I'm not trying to take anything away from Ronald Cooney. again. He was injured for like the first month of the season, and then that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I'm, injured for the first month, and then yeah. there's been a couple of big stretches where he like hit a base not too uh, not too long ago, hit a baseball off the top of his foot, and was out for like three games. Yeah, And they were like just we don't care. Like
1: right. We, want, we don't want you for now. We
0: want you for the playoffs.
1: I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he, he shouldn't be on the team in general, but I think uh, at least starters should be reserved to a certain type of, of kind of stipulation, I guess, and some sort of, you know, restrictions when it comes to who's eligible to get those votes. Um, I just feel like you're taking it away. Now, do I have the names on the top of my head? No, but you're probably taking it away from someone else who's, who's much more deserving to at least be that starter. Right. If you want to fill out the the rest of the roster with with guys who have been injured or hurt or just you know have had their own kind of problems and not been able to get on on the field, but are still great, sure, that's fine. But not starters. Like there should be some sort of semblance of of I guess respect for being a starter on the All Star team. I don't know.
0: Yeah, seven home runs and nineteen RBIs so far this year for Ronald Cunha. Again. He's a leadoff man and he's missed a big chunk of games. Yeah. But I just I find that interesting. Luckily it doesn't really mean anything anymore outside of just an exhibition. Like it used to be for home field advantage in the World Series. But now if it's just financial, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Put the best players out there. And of course, uh <laughs> because they won the World Series last year, uh the Braves managers, I mean Snicker is the manager for the NL.
1: Yeah. Makes sense.
0: So he's got his guy out
1: there. Like, dude, you did this to me earlier uh, with with another situation. So, like, hey, if if we had an all-star broadcast coming up, yeah. right, and, you know, we were putting it together with fan votes or whatever, but, you know, you had missed 85% of our broadcasts, should the fans really be able to vote for you?
0: Probably not if you spent, like, two weeks in Hawaii. Well,
1: I mean, that's... That was approved, so I'm saying these are unapproved. <laughs> I'm saying these are.
0: Hey, can't remember the last day I missed an unapproved day of work there, PJ. Well,
1: me neither. Can't uh, remember
0: the last day I missed a day of work.
1: Good, good for you. I, I don't. You, that's not. Why healthy. are you coming
0: out at my attendance?
1: That's not healthy.
0: Why are you coming out at my attendance?
1: You'd probably take a day off, man. No, uh, you PJ, deserve it. No, the you people need
0: to hear my terrible sports takes. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back with more <laughs> right here on Second Down. Second down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. Two different locations, Savannah, to take care of all of your uniform needs. Speaking of days off, PJ, three and outs back from theirs. Thank goodness. They're coming up next. It's about time. Right here on ESPN Radio, the Braves have whittled down that New York Mets lead to two and a half. Two and a half wee little games uh, as we're getting ready to head into the all-star break. Kevin Thomas and Ben Troop will have the full breakdown coming up for you next as the Braves just hammered the Cardinals last night and the Mets wasted a Max Scherzer gym. As he came out, it was absolutely unbelievable, and then they lose to the Reds one to nothing.
1: It's amazing. That's tough.
0: Uh, if you miss any portion of our show, you can check it out wherever you get your podcast. Again, 3 and Out coming up next, Ben Troop and Kevin Thomas. PJ and I will be back tomorrow, and then we have Braves baseball coming up for you tonight as they go for the series sweep Against the St. Louis Cardinals, I thought uh, I thought the Braves were just good because they were playing bad teams. PJ thought they were just good because of that. Three they, and out coming up next. They still are.